Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Today we are going to look at tongues. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. And as I said, it is something that is associated what? with what? The Holy Spirit. Amen. And, and now look at Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 4, please. Let's read Acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. Amen. Acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Amen. Amen. So the, script, the scripture we read right now said, it says, on the day of the Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came, the Holy Spirit came upon them. And when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they all what? Spoke in tongues as the Holy Spirit enables them. Now we are looking at this scripture because I want you to understand that speaking in tongues or tongues is associated always with the Holy Spirit, with activity of the Holy Spirit. So note, before then, Jesus has said to them to wait until they receive what? The power, the Spirit. So they were waiting to receive what? The power. They were waiting to be filled with the Holy Spirit so that they would be able to what? Go forth. Amen. And Bible says, as they were waiting, the Holy Spirit what? came upon them. And when the Holy Spirit came upon them, where, what did they begin to do? They began to speak in what? Other tongues. They began to speak in other tongues. It is the other tongues that we say what? We call what? Tongues. Amen. So when we say tongues, we mean what? Other tongues. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So they began to speak in what? Other what? Tongues. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Now look at Acts chapter 10, verse 44 to 46. Amen. Acts chapter 10, verse 44 to 46. Amen. Amen. Acts chapter 10, verse 44 to 46. Acts chapter 10, verse 44 to 46. Yes. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles, for they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Amen. Amen. So once again, you will see Peter went to a place to preach the word. Amen. And the Gentiles, people who didn't know God, another town, another city, and the Bible says, whilst he was preaching the word, the Holy Spirit, what? Fell on all the people. Once again, when the Holy Spirit fell on the people, what did they do? They say he heard they all speaking in tongues. 
So you see that when the Holy Spirit fell on them, once again, they began to speak in tongues. Amen. They began to what? Speak in what? Tongues. When the Holy Spirit fell on them. As I said, we are looking at these scriptures now. So that if you've not connected, you will associate speaking in tongues with the Holy Spirit. You can't separate speaking in tongues from the Holy Spirit. Amen. Look at Acts chapter 19 verse 6. Amen. Acts chapter 19 verse 6. And let's not forget that the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So anything that is associated with the Spirit of God is very powerful. Amen. It's extremely what? Important. Important. Okay, look at Acts chapter 19 verse 6. For Acts me. chapter 19 verse 6. Mm -hmm. When Paul placed his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them and they spoke in tongues and Amen. prophesied. So, so, Amen. So this is another place, another town, another country, another instant. They didn't have the Holy Spirit. And by the Bible says when Paul placed his hands on them, they began to what? Speak in tongues. Once again, after prayer and placing hand on them, they began to what? speak in tongues. So once again, you will see that speaking in tongues is connected to the activity of the Holy Spirit. It's when you remove the Holy Spirit, you will not find speaking in tongues. When you remove speaking in the Holy Spirit, you will not find speaking in tongues. So only one, anyone who undermines speaking in tongues is undermining the Holy Spirit. Anyone who takes it for granted is taking something and says, You see, the reason I'm saying that anything associated with the Holy Spirit is an extreme powerful and important thing. Praise the Lord Jesus. Because the Holy Spirit is the power of God unto us. The Bible said the miracles of Jesus was by the Holy Spirit. When he died, it was him. The healing all was by the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord Jesus. So what is this tongues? What is this tongues that is associated with what? The Holy Spirit. What is this tongue? What is these tongues? Or what do they mean by tongues? Remember the first scripture we read in Acts chapter 2 says diverse tongues, meaning different languages. Tongues means languages, different languages. Then after I say tongues, because now he has explained that the tongues are not the same. It's diverse, different tongues. Please, do you understand? That's why different tongues, what? Different. Like two people don't have what? the same tongues because the tongues means languages but diverse mean different types of languages so what is this tongue that is associated with the holy spirit what is this tongue because we must understand it, that when the holy spirit fell the people one of the manifestation is speaking in those tongues what is this tongue that when they receive when they preach and they receive the uh, this when the spirit fell on them they began to speak it when, when they received Christ and hands were laid on them, they began to speak it. What is this tongues? Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Let's look at it. Amen. First Corinthians again, chapter 13, verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse, verse 1. 1. Mm -hmm. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I'm only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. Amen. Amen. 
So he said, if I speak in tongues of what? Angels or what? Of men. Amen. So it means that this tongue is a tongue of angels or men. Or it could be a tongue of what? Men or what? Angels. So one thing for sure is that it means that this tongue, sorry, she has to position me right in the center. It means that this tongue, please pay attention, is a language. It's a language. Do you get it? It's what? A language. Angels speak. Whenever they came on earth, Bible said they spoke to Abraham, isn't it? Isn't it? They spoke to Abraham. They spoke to Samson's mother. So angels speak. Amen. And there are a lot of languages, a lot of tongues. So this tongue simply means languages. But this language is not only or limited to the language of what? Human beings. It is also limited. Uh, it also goes to the language of what? Spirit beings, angels. Meaning heavenly language. Please, you understand. So this tongue that when the people were filled with, when the people received the Holy Spirit, when he came upon them, when he filled them, they began to speak was an actual language. In fact, let's go back to the Acts chapter 2, verse 1. Amen. Remember I read Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. But read from the 5. Amen. When it said, they began to speak in tongues. It clearly tells us that they had the tongues of other languages because everybody from all over the world has come to them. Please read it for us. Amen. Acts mm-hmm. chapter 2, verse 6. Yeah, five, five down. Five down. Yeah. Now there, there were staying in Jerusalem God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Amen. Mm-hmm. Because each of them had their own, own language. language being continued for me. Mm-hmm. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then Amen. So they were Amen. amazed that ah, yes. these are English people. They don't speak Spanish. But I can hear them speaking Spanish. I can hear them speaking Zulu. Please, do you get it? I yes. can hear them speaking what? Zulu. Yes. Like other languages. So this clearly indicates and shows us that tongue is a language. Believe me, you will not understand. Remember, the Galileans that were speaking other languages, they didn't know the language. So, tongues is a real language. Either a language of what? Human or of angels. I believe mostly we speak the language of angels. Because, see, God created languages. Only Ghana, only Ghana have more than 40 something languages. Nigeria alone have more than uh, I think 100 and something languages. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, check. Nigeria alone. Yeah. Europe, Europe used to have lots of language. What they do is, you see, through education, like they go to, they did in Australia. When they go, they silent ever by force. Uh, um, all the native people, they have different language, but by force what? By force university, by force boarding school. No language. Every language is considered as vernacular. 
you speak only English. English becomes the so eventually the language evaporates. Even United Kingdom, we have other we have Wales, which their language is totally different. Scottish, their own language, but it has become minority. You understand? Yeah. So there are many heavenly languages too. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Now, you would think it's a joke, but it's not a joke. Bishop Dark, maybe you can find it online, has, because, you know, Lighthouse has churches all over the world. So, one time I found a clip that someone has made and put it on YouTube as he's speaking in tongues. There may be, in the camp meeting, he's speaking in tongues. There's someone from Cape Verde who said, oh, this is our language, this is what he's saying. As he's speaking, so and then someone from Zimbabwe or Ethiopia. So this is our language. This is what he's saying. And they've compiled it with the interpretation underneath it. Whilst he doesn't know. Yeah. Whilst he doesn't know. One time I was, we were in church. I was, we were praying and I began to speak in tongues. And after the service, a lady came to me, Josephine. She was here, the Jesus Dancer campaign. She said, um, she calls me Pastor Fo. She said, Pastor Fo, when you were praying and you started speaking in tongues, I could hear what you were saying. This and this and what was what you were saying. Yeah, praise the Lord Jesus. So this tongues is a real language. Just that for you, unto you, it will be a foreign language. You are not meant to understand what you are speaking. So when we say tongues or the Bible says tongues, is a language that is connected, associated with the Holy Spirit that you, the speaker, is being designed that you are not meant to understand it. You are not meant to know what you are saying. That's why we call it with other tongue. Amen. And this was a prophecy that was prophesied about the last day. That in the last day, with stammering lips and other tongues, God will speak to us and we what? Speak. Amen. Praise the Lord. So tongues is what? A language either of men of what? Or of angels. Now tongues is also a spiritual gift. The same First Corinthians chapter 12 verse 10. Amen. Chapter 12 verse 10. Amen. So I want you to understand that this language is not a physical language. It's a spiritual gift. Amen. It's Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. Mm -hmm. To another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues. So he was Amen. talking about the gift of the spirit. And say one of the gifts of the spirit that he gives to another, he gives what? That speaking of different tongues. tongues. Amen. Amen. Some people claim this is different language, but no. In the Bible, tongues stand for tongues because it is even clearer at the 28. Amen. So look at the 28. It's clearer there. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah. And God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different time, kinds of tongues. So Amen. in the church, what has God placed? Different kinds, kinds of, of tongues. tongues. Which is what? The speaking of what? Tongues. Hallelujah. So these tongues that are associated with the Holy Spirit is a language yes. of men or women, uh, angels. Yes. It's a gift of what? The, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. 
is the yes. gift of what? The Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Look at Acts chapter 2 verse 4. Remember we read it. Yes. In Acts chapter 2 verse 4, you see that it says, it is the Holy Spirit that enabled them amen. to speak. Amen. So, amen. Acts chapter 2 verse 4, all mm. of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began, began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Amen. No, no, where is she? Continue, please. As the Spirit enabled them. Amen. So he said, they all continue to speak in what? Tongues as the Spirit, what? Enable them. Amen. Amen. So it is of not only a gift of the Holy Spirit, it is also by the Holy Spirit. It is enabled by the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit does not enable you, you can never speak in tongues. I've come across many people that want to speak in tongues and I will pray for them, lay hands on them. Many, most of them receive it. Some don't receive it. Yeah, one we were at Jesus Dancer Campaign outside, a woman, she will never be less than 60 years old. The worst worst would be like 58. And she, said, she came to her, she said, I'm Catholic. I, Catholic, but I like charismatic. I've been joining churches online. And uh, she said, um, he said TV, and I've been watching, and I want to pray in tongues. I've prayed, I've prayed, I've prayed still. And we pray with her, and I lay hand on her. Instantly, she started speaking in tongues. Amen. So for years, she has tried, but she's not, because the Holy Spirit has not what? Enabled what? Her. Instantly. And she, she began to cry. She was so joyful. Yeah. Yeah, she has looked for it for a long time. Amen. So, tongues is a gift of the Holy Spirit. It's a divine ability, not only gift, but a divine ability. Praise the Lord Jesus. So, if you speak in tongues, don't take it for granted. If you don't speak in tongues, you must desire and ask that you speak in tongues. You see, this speaking in tongues eh, is very important. Do you know why I'm saying it's very important? Because the Bible, Christ himself says, it's a sign that must follow every believer. Yes. So if Christ said this is a sign that must follow every believer, then that should tell you it is what? extreme what important or you don't agree with me let's read that one one second please i don't know how many. mark chapter 16 verse 17 to 18 Amen. So this tongues is not only of the Holy Spirit, by the Holy Spirit, associated by the Holy Spirit, but, but it is also a sign that must follow every believer. Please read it for us. Matthew chapter 6. Mark. Uh, Mark, sorry. Mark chapter 16 verse 17. 
Mark chapter 16, verse 17 to 18. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out, drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. So what is they, the signs that will follow all who believe? Speaking in new tongues. Speak in tongues. Yes. Speak in tongues. New tongues. We, we, we don't really say new tongues. We say tongues. But when we say tongues, we mean new tongue. A tongue that you don't have. A tongue that you couldn't speak. You, you understand? New tongue. A tongue that is of other men or angels. Not your tongue. So you don't need to understand it. It's been designed. You don't need to. It doesn't mean you don't have to. But you don't need to. It is not intended that you understand it. Because when you pray with your own tongue, in your own language, you do understand it. But this has been designed that you will not understand it. Amen. Even though you could understand it. Amen. But understanding it will not profit you. Please, you understand. You don't need the understanding of it for it to work. That is why there's a gift of interpretation of tongues. But we'll come to that. Amen. So this tongue is meant to follow all Christians. So when after, like, once upon a time, let me call their name. Jehovah Witness came to me. They used to come to me. I used to say, no, they realized, oh, I can teach them. As they've come to teach, let me rather teach them. So I started doing that and they stopped coming. Now I was calling them, they will not pick my course. Believe me. Yeah. And I took their own Bible because they have a, a special Bible. And I remember I showed, because they don't believe in speaking in tongues and praying. And I took their own Bible and I said, this Bible, your Bible said this sign shall follow all believers. It didn't say some. So why, if... Why are you saying you no? Know, and this was spoke. It is Jesus himself who said that. That is the day I realized they have another small book. So the woman took another small book to find out the answer to give me. She couldn't get an answer. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So this tank is what? It's a sign that must follow you. Do you know many unbelievers don't like tanks? And do you know that even when people join the church, they are new or they come to church, many of them despise tongues because it's not for them. A sign that will follow you that are for Christians, they cannot handle it. It will be strange to them. It will be nonsense to them. They will despise it. But you must know what it is. And you must shine that light. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. The Bible clearly commands us that we are to speak and pray in these tongues. We are to pray in these tongues. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. Amen. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for the Lord's Just people. The eight, yeah. Amen. So it says, and, and pray in the, the spirit. spirit. So now pray in the spirit. You see from your Bible that it's capital S. Yes. Meaning pray in the Holy Spirit. spirit. As we go, I explain. To pray in the Holy Spirit means pray with tongues. Why? Because tongues is a gift of the Holy Spirit. And Amen. it is enable 
by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Please you understand. So pray in the Spirit is another word for what? Pray in tongues. Amen. As we go, I'll be pointing it to you. Amen. So it said, pray not the word. Pray in the Spirit. Pray in tongues on all occasions. Not some occasion. So not when only you are in your house, only in your room, but on all occasion. Church service and occasions, isn't it? In your room is an occasion. Why? Outside, on all occasions. also means in everything regarding what? Everything. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14. Went on to explain it further. He said, because when we pray in tongues, our spirit is what is praying. Amen. It is our spirit what is praying. So it means that the Holy Spirit enables your spirit. Yes. And your spirit begins to pray. And your mouth begins to alter it. Hallelujah. Please, you understand. That is why tongue speaking is called praying in the spirit. Please read it for us. Amen. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. First uh, Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14. Mm-hmm. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays. Mm-hmm. But my mind is unfruitful. Mm-hmm. Amen. Continue mm-hmm. so me to the what, 15. What shall I do? Mm-hmm. I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with my understanding. Amen. Uh, amen. So it said, when I pray in tongues, my spirit is worth mm-hmm. praying. My mind is not fruitful. My mind don't understand. That's yeah. why I said earlier on. It's been designed for you not to understand. So he said, when I pray in the spirit, it's my spirit that is what pray and not my mind. So he said, what will I do? I will pray with my spirit. In other words, I'll pray in tongues and also pray with my understanding, meaning pray with my own language. So in other words, you are to pray in words as you do and also in tongues. You need the two. So this, God knows that when you pray in tongues, your mind is blank. You don't understand. But that is how he has designed it. So let's read the same First Corinthians chapter 14. But let's read the 1 to 2. Amen. So you see that the 1 to 2, he said, when you pray in tongues, he said, no man understand it. But he said, but anyway, you utter mysteries and you speak to God direct. Please read it for us. Amen. First mm? Corinthians chapter 14, 1 to 2. Yeah. Follow the way of love and eagerly desire mm. gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. Mm. For anyone who speaks in a tongue mm-hmm. does not speak to people but to God. Mm-hmm. Indeed, no one understands them. They are to mysteries by the Spirit. Amen. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. So it said when everyone speaks in tongues, they don't speak, they are not speaking to man. They are speaking to God direct. No one understands them. But how about the word? Utter mystery by the Spirit. So that's why I said tongues has been designed that you will not understand. God don't need you to understand it. And he said when you speak in tongues, what is happening is you are altering what? Mysteries. Mysteries. And mysteries meet mysteries. Mysteries meet things you cannot imagine. Things your mind cannot comprehend. And say you are speaking to God direct. That's why earlier I said, when I pray in tongues, my mind is not what? Don't, don't understand it. So it is important you speak in tongues. If you are not speaking, I wrote a book, Pray in Tongues. And a, a man came, a, a, 
a man came to church. He came, and when he, he came, I don't know what happened. Uh, he, he, yes, he, t- he took this book, A Blind Man. I don't know if you people remember him. He took this book, and um, she went with the, I don't know whether the madame or the mistress or who, but she came with a lady. And the next week, she came back to, he came back to church, and he told me he's read the, uh, the book, but he doesn't, he doesn't agree with me on something in the book. I said, fair enough. It's okay if you don't agree with me, but do you agree with the, 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 like, the, 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 the center of the book, which is means we are to pray in tongues. He said, yes. Which part don't you agree? Because I said in the book, this book, that tongues is the purest form of prayer. Amen. But I cannot explain it here today because I don't want to go to that angle. But in this book, I did explain it. Amen. Because, you see, I am praying for, about money, for example. God, give me money. God, give me money. God, I need money. Let me get a job. Let my job go on. There are 90 things about my state, the reason why I don't have money, that I will never pray about. I don't know. I cannot even comprehend it. So even though I've prayed about money, realistically, I've missed the essential thing. Maybe it's because I was a thief or I'm a thief. That is why. And I did not even mention it to repent. Not like intention. My mind will not even go there. Maybe it's even my spending habits. You understand? But after I've prayed, Lord, give me money, bless my business. You say... I should add tongues and then I'll begin to speak in mysteries. So as I begin to speak in tongues, because it, as by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit will now make me begin to touch on all the areas that I will never touch. I could never comprehend. And in this book, I did explain, and I did explain to the man how I say we pray a mess, how I say we pray and we don't understand, and how I say we don't get because of our selfish motive. But in tongues, you don't understand, it's from the Holy Spirit. Wouldn't it be the purest? Every man of God that I know who is a man of God, of Christ, of Jehovah, I've heard them put the emphasis on tongues. I've heard them saying the hours they spend in praying tongues. One time, long time ago, this is like five years or seven years ago, I was sleeping. Then in my ears, I heard a bell. I heard noise. Bang, 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 bang. In my ears, and in the dream, I wake up. Then I saw Bishop Dark. And he said to me, do I know that he, he has no one to be counseling him, to be helping him, to direct him? I said, yes. He said, do I know how he managed to navigate? Knew what to do? I said, no. And he said, he spent hours in praying tongues, up to three hours, three hours above, daily. That was the end. God was telling me, as a founder, as a head pastor, I would need to align by praying tongues longer. This is like five or seven years ago. Please, do you understand? So the Bible says when you speak in tongues, 
your brain is not fruitful. You don't understand what you pray. But what you don't know is, say, how about you are altering mysteries, speaking to God directly, and say the tongues is being enabled by the Holy Spirit. So when we speak in tongues, you alter mysteries. This is one of the reasons it is important you desire and make sure you speak in tongues. If you don't speak in tongues, every parent thinks their child is the best. Most parents, when their child goes into trouble, they are shocked. So how am I lying? How will you pray effectively for your child? Who is in trouble you don't even know? You don't even know. You cannot even imagine those trouble to even pray about it. And if prayer matters, what you say matters. Because it matters. Because the Bible says God will not listen to what? Vain prayers. Amen. So he said we should speak in what? Tongues. Amen. And he said he's not against speaking in words. Because he said I will pray with my understanding and pray with my spirit as well. So any prayer, you have to pray in words. And when you finish praying words for that same topic, you begin to add what? Tongues. Because that is how you utter mysteries. That is how you utter mysteries. So if you, are, you already speak in tongues, you want to make sure you believe it and pray in it as much as what you can. Praise the Lord Jesus. So, Acts chapter 2 verse 4, we, we won't read it. Remember we read it. It said the Holy Spirit what? Gave them, they began to speak in tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them all trances. Many a time when I'm ministering to people with healing or deliverance, if I, I lay hand on them, you see that I just speak in tongues. Because sometimes I don't know what. But as I speak mysteries by the spirit because it's a gift of the spirit you are not meant to understand that is why there's a special gift for understand which is called interpretation praise the lord jesus another thing you must know about praying in tongues is that by that you build yourself up jude chapter 1 verse 19 to 20. It is only one chapter, isn't it? Jude chapter 1 verse 19 to 20. Amen. Amen. Jude um, 19 to 20. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. These are the people who divide you, who follow mere natural instincts and do not have the spirit. But you, dear friends, by building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ so to bring you to eternal life. You Amen. that you have faith, he said, you, as for you, Lord, continue to what, build yourself up in the most what, holy faith, praying in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit means praying in tongues. So it means that when you pray in tongues, you build yourself up. When you pray in tongues, it builds you up spiritually. Amen. So the way, one of the way, if you want to build up spiritually, is to spend long time in prayer in tongues. 
if you want to build your body up, you have to spend time at the gym. You can diet, your body will not be, be built up. In fact, your body will shrink if you diet without exercise. And you can shrink and even look ugly. I know people sometimes, I know them, and I see them and they've lost weight so much. And they look ugly. And they think, you see, the fact that you lose weight doesn't mean you'll be beautiful. Beauty has got nothing to do with size. Never mix size and beauty. It has got nothing to do with size. Amen. So you can, you can diet everything without SI. You will shrink. And you, 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 you shrink. And you can look even some way. You won't build muscle. As for muscle, the only way you can build your body up is by exercise. And the more time you spend at the gym, the more your built up will be. It's the same. If you want to build yourself up in your most holy faith, it's by praying in the spirit. Amen. In fact, there's another scripture that make it clear. Amen. Let's read it. Are you with me? First Corinthians again. First Corinthians again, chapter fourteen. First Corinthians chapter 14. Verse 4. Amen. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 4. Mm-hmm. Anyone who speaks in a tongue edifies themselves. But yeah, amen. When you speak in tongues, what do you do? Edify yourself. You edify. The word edify means you build yes. yourself amen. up. That's amen. why any Christian, I say at least, any Christian, at least once a week, you must sit down and just pray in tongues. Amen. To speak in tongues means to pray. Because when we pray, we are speaking. The only reason why we call it prayer to let you know that we are not speaking to humans. We are speaking to God. So we have to give it a name. Amen. I say an hour because it would take at least an hour. Because Jesus said to his disciples three times, he said, so you couldn't wait for an hour. For what? An hour. You couldn't. So at least they, 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 they should have waited for what? An hour. They should have prayed for an hour. So everyone, if you are Christian, at least once a week, you must sit down and as you are seated, all you do is pray only in tongues for at least an hour once a week. It's very important. If you're a worker, your prayer, at least once a week, you must sit down and pray like two hours in tongues. 
Adanda, you will not build yourself up. Believe me. You will not build yourself up. That's why many Christians are light. Because we don't even pray to even pray. I mean, come on, come on. I, I, I've been to the gym. I go to the gym. I used to. Not now. I used to go to the park. And when, especially the park, when you go, they will tell you that this exercise, if you do this five, if you do this ten, if you do this two, is for cardio. Meaning it will make your heart pump. But no muscle, nothing. And it tells you the same thing. If you do 15, and you do this, the same thing, 17, and this 18, and you add this, they will tell you, they will show you that it begins to bend, bend. But no muzzle is built. And you see, they have it, I think they have it orange, they have it red, uh, orange, green. And they'll show that if you do the same thing you did, 20, and you do the other one, 25, the other one, 15, and you add this to 8, your muscle will begin. So what does it mean? To be built up, you need more. You need more. Many people, one of the reasons why somebody is going to the gym and they don't lose weight is they only do cardio exercise. It only pumps the blood. <sighs> you are not there yet. <laughs> Praise the Lord Jesus. So it says we build ourselves up. It is also one of the main ways to enter into the peace of God. Yes, Isaiah 28 verse 11 to 12. Amen. And you see, sometimes you wake up, you are so disturbed. Sometimes you don't even know what to do or what not That's to right. do. You are being oppressed. You are burdened. The pressures of life is what? Weighing you down. One of the ways, which is a sure way, because I have tested it for years, at least over nine years. And as a pastor, I have many challenges. And I can tell you that this really works. If you mm -hmm. want to enter peace, despite the challenges, if you want to have peace, it is by speaking in tongues for longer. Specifically to have peace. Read it for us. Isaiah 28 verse 11 to 12. Isaiah 28 verse 11 to 12. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Very well then. With foreign lips and strange tongues, God will speak to this people, to whom he said, This is the resting place, let the weary rest, and this is the place of repose. But they would not listen. Amen. <gasps> so Amen. he said, with foreign tongues and stammering lips, which is tongues, God will speak to his people. Why? For he said, this is the resting place place for the world. Where is the resting place? The referring tongues and what? Yeah. So believe me, if you are overwhelmed, if you, give me my phone. Let me show you something. If you want to enter the rest of God, no matter the situation, if you are clouded and you are overwhelmed, it depends on you. But find a place to sit. Just sit down. Make sure you are not being oppressed. Make sure, like, whenever you are overwhelmed, whenever you are, find a place to sit. Uh, I prefer to do it early in the morning, around 5 a.m. 
or late in the evening, like at dawn, maybe 11 p.m. going. Why? Because by then, because your body will be itchy. It will come like you have to do this. You have to call this. You have to. By 5 a.m., no office is open. No friend is awake. So it will help you psychologically to sit long enough. 11 p.m., no office is open. Everybody is asleep. You can't say you have to go to. So it will help you psychologically. Because I said with stammering lips, you will enter what? The what? The rest of God. The resting place of God. Amen. Okay. Mm. So this is what I want to show you this. Amen. If you are crowded, take your phone. And take, give me another, give me another mic, please. Just any music you like, any music you find anointed that make you feel like you feel the presence of God. It brings you down. No matter that music will be cool music, not a fast music. You understand? Like this. Just play the music. Not loud enough, low enough that your voice your, your voice will be on top of the music. Other than that, you'll be screaming, you rather spend the energy. So, like a song like this. And you sit down. You begin to sing the song. That is worship. You begin to sing the song. And as you begin to sing the song, just begin to pray in tongues. Just begin. Begin to pray in tongues. Never stop praying in tongues. Pray in tongues. As you are praying in tongues, what will happen is, you see that things will begin to flood your mind. The troubles, whatever is troubling you, will begin to flood your mind. The words they said, the difficulty, it will begin to flood your mind. Continue to pray. Because now you are taking your case. Continue to pray. Sometimes you even break down. And you see that you are crying, you are weeping, you are sobbing. Continue. Some you see that tears is coming. Continue. And as you pray, you pray, you pray. All of a sudden, you see that your mind is clear. You've entered to the rest. And you wake up. No matter the challenge, you have clarity of thought. This is how we enter into the rest. This is how we enter into rest. If you practice it, you, the more you do it, the quicker you enter the rest. Other you'll be burdened, you'll be oppressed by your challenge. Let me show you another thing about tongues. How to throw bomb. You know we have spiritual bomb. Yes. So get me a piece of paper, please. And a pencil. Please, this is important too. These are things I've learned and I've done. Like the bomb like this, I learned it from Bishop Dark. You see? So, like bomb. What is really eating you up? What is really eating you up? What do you really want? You are crying for. I'm telling you in the name of Jesus as a priest of God that if you, you speak in tongues and you've not prayed 10 hours regarding it, you, you don't care. You have in the spirit realm, no, you are not serious. Yes. To have a bomb, this is how it works. As usual, you play the song. The reason why you play the song is for you to give you the atmosphere, to create the atmosphere, a spiritual what? Atmosphere for you. God doesn't need what? 
the song. You need what? The song. Please, do you understand? So, a bomb, for example, where's my mic? No, the other one. Yeah. So, I want to show you the bomb. So, bomb, maybe, 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 I'm giving an example, your challenge is marriage. So, you write, my marital this example issue or to marry you see how i've written it as a heading you write it big on a sheet of paper then you mark zero one zero two you do it on a plain sheet of paper five see how i've marked the zero but you spread it on a sheet of paper then you will say this is his father in heaven in the name of jesus i commit my marriage case whatever the case into your hands and i pray about it in the name of jesus so every one hour you cross one one zero and at least because the bomb the bomb for it to be effective it comes in lines of 10 so you need to take all 10 before it explodes so you can take one every day, two every day, or three every day. Usually by the beginning of the year, I spend hours, up to 30 hours, 40 hours, praying about the next year. Because, that, you see, that, you, see you, you must offer and alter mysteries deeper into your challenges. If you think the thing is abnormal, the more you must alter, you must pray in the spirit. And that is when you time it. You, you, you write time, 3.15. And you pray, you pray. Because a bomb takes an hour. Because Jesus said, you couldn't wait for an hour. He himself, he went an hour and he came. He went an hour, he came. Time matters. That's why when you give birth, there's a particular time before you can give birth other than that it's complicated please do, do, do we understand so you must pray in the spirit to enter the presence of God uh, to enter your peace you must take a subject that is killing you and pray hours about it only in tongues it, it, it's important that is when Truly, you have surrendered because you realize that to pray in tongues, you realize that you need more faith because you don't understand. You must believe the scripture that you are altering mysteries about this thing, and you must be that you are speaking to God direct, and no one understands, including yourself. You see, without praying in tongues, you can't pray longer. Because okay, pray for your marriage. Believe me, after five minute you will ask what you need to ask and you go on repeating and God doesn't want that you can repeat the same prayer every now and then but when you are repeating words that one it is important that's how you break through when I go for waiting why do I go for waiting I pray in hours hours which is difficult to do it around it's almost impossible it's impossible. 
Sometimes people come, one lady comes and says, you're always cool, you're always calm, you're always peaceful. It's because I pray. After three hours of prayer, four hours of prayer, you are tired. You, you will be cool. <laughs> but they don't know. You will be cool. Your voice is like you just wake up. Many at times people say, oh, were you sleeping? Do you just wake up? No. The voice has been talking. Ah, it's tired now. <laughs> it's like you've gone to the gym. When you come, can't you see you are cool? Yeah. So you must pray in tongues. Listen. I believe God showed me this. God showed me this. And it's in that book. You see, you will be praying in tongues and you'll be saying, Kabayanda broke sheke to myanda broke sheke to her. It lay my kabayanda broke sheke to. It sounds like you are repeating. It's normal. In fact, I'll show you a scripture. But you see, the spiritual heaven word, even a, a, a word, is like a sentence. I mean, a word is like a. How did I know it? I know it from Daniel chapter 5. In Daniel chapter 5, the Bible says, A hand from heaven came to write on the wall. And Bible said that hand wrote only three words. But when Daniel was interpreting the three words, every word was a sentence. So it gives me idea of these angels in jelly or heaven word. So you say kabayandere, kabayandere, you are speaking sentences. You are speaking volumes. You see, look at Daniel chapter 5 verse 5. Amen. Daniel chapter chapter 5 verse verse Mm 5. Suddenly the fingers of a human hand appeared and wrote on the plaster of the wall near the lampstand in the royal palace. The king watched the hand as it wrote. So a hand appeared and wrote. Now read the 7 to 8. Amen. The Mm. king summoned all the enchanters, astrologers and diviners. Then he said to these wise men of Babylon, whoever reads this writing and tells me what it means will be clothed in purple and have a gold chain placed around his neck and he will be made the third highest ruler in the kingdom. Amen. Amen. So no, the hand just came from nowhere and the hand wrote. And the king summoned all the enchanters to come and what? Interpret the hand. Yes, amen. Read the 23 to 28 for us. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. 23 Instead, you have set yourself up against the Lord of heaven. You had the goblets from this, his temple brought to you, and you and your nobles, your wives and your concubines drank wine from them. You praised the gods of silver and gold, of bronze, iron, wood, and stone, which cannot see or hear or understand. No, no hold on there. Amen. Sorry, we'll come back to that. Hallelujah. But read the nine. Nine Amen. for me. Sorry. Hallelujah. So we see that the hand came. He gathered yes. all the spiritual people, the soothsayers, to come and interpret what has been written. Uh-huh. Daniel chapter 5, verse 9. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So King Belshazzar became even more terrified and his face grew more pale. Mm -hmm. His nobles were baffled. Mm -hmm. Amen. Continue, please. The queen, hearing the voices of the king and his nobles, came into the banquet hall. Amen. Because none of them were able able to to interpret it. So it tells me it is that language God is talking about. That you speak to God directly. Only God understands. So they went to bring Daniel. And Daniel began to interpret it. And look at the word and the interpretation. Start now. Start from the twenty-five. 25. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. This is the inscription that was written. Mm-hmm. Mene mene tekel pasi. So note, it is only 
four words. words. One is repeated. Yes. Mene, mene, mene listen, take a, a person. Mene, mene, take a person. It sounds like tongues, isn't it? Yes. You can't even tell. Mene, mene, take a person. And what is the meaning of it? Continue for us. Here is what these words mean. This word. Mene, God has numbered the days of your reign and brought it to an end. Just mene, look at mene means wow. a sentence. Yes. God has done with what? Your reign and it's what? Over. Eh? Hallelujah. Tekel, you have been weighed on the scales and found wanting. Just tekel means you have been, look at what by saying tekel the person has said. Amen. Eh? Person, mm -hmm. your kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Four words, we have how many what? Three sentences. Wow. Mm. Yes. So you yes. see that there's a repetition there. Yes. Amen. Amen. So I believe this is the Hallelujah. power of tongues. Yes. You are speaking words, but the volume, your five words of speaking tongues is volumes in your language. One time my sister came from Namibia to come and visit us a long time ago. And when she came, she was speaking to a friend in Namibia. And when she was speaking, their language to my ear was like, <laughs> or I could hear everywhere sound, but it was a real language. Or I could hear, that's all I could hear. <laughs> but it was a real language. Please do you understand. So this one I'm saying, tongues is powerful. It's of the word. Holy Spirit. So pray. Remember, I say you pray to God. You pray to God direct. If you don't have it, it's something he will give to you because it's a sign that must follow every believer. Become a believer and ask him. Desire it and he will give you. Amen. He will give you. Amen. Listen. The enemy is against speaking in tongues. Anything that is powerful, the enemy is against it. Anything that is, he, is not powerful, he's not against it. But if the thing is powerful, the things that matter, that carry power, he's against it. And he's against tongues speaking in tongues. So we read Ephesians 6 verse 18 that says to us that we should pray in the spirit what? on all occasion. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 5 says we must all speak in tongues. Amen. So when the enemy is implying anything, no. You are to speak in tongues. Please read it for us. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse mm -hmm. 5. I would like every one of you to speak in tongues. Say, I would like every one of you to speak in tongues. Yes. Amen. The same 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 15. It says we should speak in tongues and pray in tongues as well. Uh, sorry. Sing in tongues even. Yes. Amen. Not only speaking. Eh? So what shall I say? So what shall I do? I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with my understanding. Mm -hmm. I will sing with my spirit, but I will also sing with my understanding. So I will pray. Hallelujah. What Amen. do I do? I will pray, pray also with my spirit. So you must pray also in tongues. And you must also, you, are, you can even sing in tongues. 
Praise the Lord Jesus. Look at the same First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 39. It claims that we should not forbid speaking in tongues. We shouldn't forbid it. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 39. Mm -hmm. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, be eager to prophesy, to prophesy, and do not forbid speaking in tongues. Do not Amen. what? Forbid. forbid. So if anyone speak. is forbidden and the mind is speaking in tongues, Antichrist. Your only source of altering mysteries. The person's coming against it. The person's coming against it. Listen, when you look at the same First Corinthians chapter 14 again, Amen, verse 18, look at what Paul said. He said he speaks in tongues than all of them. People believe, I, I know the Bible didn't say that. People believe that is the result of his supernatural exploit. Yes. <laughs> Read it for us. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 18. Mm. I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all of you. All Amen. of you. you say, he thank God that he speak in tongues that all of you. That is why the scheme that Satan is using, if it's succeeding against Christians, I don't get it. Because the scheme Satan is using is that the Bible says we shouldn't speak in tongues. But the Bible never said that. It said we shouldn't speak to one another in tongues. Because I could speak to you in tongues and you don't understand it. And he said if I should speak to you in tongues, you should in, I should interpret it or there must be someone to interpret it. The Bible says I shouldn't stand here and speak to you in tongues because you will not understand it so you will not benefit if i should stand here and speak to you in tongues then i must interpret it or someone must interpret it it is different to to than speaking to god because when i speak to god i don't need interpretation say i am no one understanding but it doesn't matter because i'm speaking to god directly so why would I come and stand here and say, Ele kayandere kayandoro shetaha? You see, it's tongues. But you don't understand it. Maybe you are mature spiritually, you understand it. Because we have the gift to understand. But what about the new ones? Why should I come and say, Ele kayandabro shetekaha? Lekete mayandereyan. Lakato shetaha. It is tongues. She doesn't understand. And the Bible says, if I do that, he will not be edified because he doesn't hear what I say. But if I say, go and prosper, go, do not fear. The job is your goal. He will be edified. So that is what the Bible is saying. And the enemy has twisted that he said we shouldn't. He didn't say we should. He said, do not forbid speaking in tongues. That is why he is the one who said that. Said, I pray in tongues that all of you. So in other words, how can it be that I'm saying that you shouldn't speak in tongues? But I say not to one another. To one another, rather speak in tongues. Because we have the gift of interpretation of tongues. If the Holy Spirit should fall or we should shift realm right now, and, uh, and maybe I can speak, she will interpret or she will speak and interpret it. We have. Sometimes if I have to prophesy, I speak in tongues. And as I interpret the tongues, becomes the prophecy. But I said, we shouldn't what? Speak to one another in tongues. So imagine somebody come and lay kashoko. You just, you understand. Even if you are here and you are speaking Zimbabwe language, it's some way. 
So let's read it. So that when the enemy bring it, you will know, amen, that day, Mr. Man, you are the enemy. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2. Sorry. Uh, okay, we've already read it. Yes. Amen. So, but I want, so let, let's, read the, let's read it. We have time. Amen. 14 verse 2. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 2. For anyone who speaks in we, the tongue. We are reading to the six. Uh-huh. So, or the two then the six so that it will make sense Amen. to us. Mm-hmm. For anyone who speaks in the tongue does not speak to people but to God. Indeed, no one understands them. They are to mysteries by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Now, brothers and sisters, if I come to you in speaking tongues, what good will I be to you unless I bring you some revelation or knowledge of prophecy or word of instruction? Do you get it? Yes. He said, before he said this, he already said, when you speak in tongues, you are speaking to God yes. directly. So in other words, when you are speaking to God, speak to, uh, in tongues, speak to God, pray. Because he said, what good will it do when I come to you and I speak to you in tongues? He said, no, it's better I bring instruction. Oh, the Bible say fast or the Bible say this or prophecy. So he's not saying we shouldn't speak in tongues, but we shouldn't speak to one another in tongues. There's different from speaking to you and speaking to God. Before he said that, he's already said clearly that we should pray to God and we utter what? Mysteries as we do. Please, do you get it? Look at the 14, 23 to 28. I'm bringing this up because this is what the enemy is using to make many people not pray in tongues. Do you know one time we won a soul? Eh? And when the soul came to church, the first day, you know, Sunday service, uh, after the service and I, I spoke, I, we were praying and I prayed in tongues like, I uttered mysteries. Maybe two minutes or something. When we finished, she told me that thing I speak, uh, if people come here and I'm speaking, we put them off because he has a friend and when they are watching gospel channels and they are speaking tongues, the friend just said, just turn off those demons. So in other words, in other words, don't, I shouldn't speak in Ooh. tongues. You understand? I shouldn't utter mysteries. But I laugh. I just laugh. I just said to myself, the voice of an unbeliever inspired by demonic doctrine. I didn't tell him. I just said to myself, and I, I, but I told myself, forget about your friend. He doesn't know God. I'm a pastor. If anything, learn God from me. That's all. And I gave him the book of tongues. I said, you read it. Take your Bible and read it. If you have any questions, get back to me. Amen. Look at the 14, 23 to 28. Mm-hmm. Let's read it. First Corinthians 14, 23 mm-hmm. to 28. Uh-huh. Amen. So the reason why we are read, reading it, this is what the enemy stand on right. to twist to make people not yes. to desire tongues or even those who have it not speak it. Yeah. Please, you understand? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if the whole church comes together and everyone speaks in tongues and inquires, and inquirers or unbelievers come in, will they not say that you are out of your mind? But Mm -hmm. if an unbeliever or an inquirer comes in while everyone is prophesying, they are convicted of sin and are brought under judgment by all. So note, speaking in tongues, he didn't say praying in tongues. Yes. What's the difference between speaking tongues and prophesying? Prophecy is where you understand. Yes. And tongues is where you know what? Yes. Understand. Yes. Uh-huh. 
As the secrets of their hearts are laid bare, so they will fall down and worship God, exclaiming, God is really among you. What then shall we say, brothers and sisters? When you come together, each of you has a hymn or a word of instruction, a revelation, a tongue or an interpretation. Everything must be done so that the church may be built up. Mm-hmm. If anyone speaks in a tongue, two or at the most three should speak, one at a time, and someone must interpret. Not, is that if That's, anyone yes. is speaking tongues, in their tongues, two or three people must only speak one at a time. Yes. In other words, everyone should, we all shouldn't mm. be what? Speaking. But why do you need interpretation? Because I'm speaking to you. So if I should speak in tongues, I must what? Interpretate. Yes. But if I'm speaking to God, do I need interpretation? No. Yes, that's right. And I don't see Christians speaking to each other in tongues. No. Even though it's possible. But I yes. don't see Christians no. doing that. Uh-huh. Continue Amen. for us. Mm-hmm. If there is no interpreter, if, um, sorry, if there is no interpreter, the speaker should keep quiet in the church. Not and speak the word, to the himself. speaker, the speaker. Amen. So he's talking about like me. Yes. I'm the speaker. No need for me to speak to you in tongues. I'm not prayer mm. to speak the speaker. Yes. The speaker, if there's no interpreter, then the speaker should be quiet. So there is no speaker. So I don't have to be and say, Eleka Bayan Dereka Sheketo. Kalinda broko sheketo and the Is there a speaker? I'm the speaker, yes. isn't it? Do you understand? Do you understand? Yeah, that's why I say no. But if there's an interpreter I can speak in tongues, then the interpreter will say. And I'm asked, I pray that one day God will use me like that. Not in tongues as you name, but I will go to a foreign country and I'll be preaching. And as I speak English, the interpreter will interpret to that foreign language. Yeah, French countries, Spanish countries. Amen. Okay, continue for us. Mm-hmm. 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 To the 28, please. Y- yes. If there is no interpreter, the speaker should keep quiet in the church and speak to himself and to God. Amen. Amen. Not the speaker. Yes, that's right. Amen. So he's not talking about prayer. No. Prayer, there's no speaker in prayer. Yeah. Speaker only comes when you are, the person is addressing people. So this one is for addressing people. But clearly, clearly, that's why in the end, he said he speaks in what? Tongues more than all of them. That's why, remember, this is the 28. That is why the 39 said we should not forbid speaking in tongues. After he has said this. And this is not a problem. Because I said, I haven't seen any speaker even speaking to people in tongues. I haven't seen any Christian speaking to people in tongues. Even though I've seen Bishop Dark. He was doing it for illustration. At a camp meeting. He would speak in tongues. Then the assistant pastor will interpret it. You speak, then he will interpret it. Yeah. Then he will interpret it. This morning, afternoon, what am I saying? I'm saying that God has touched us with something. A precious gift called speaking in tongues, or we call it speaking tongues. And that gift has been given to us not to speak to one another, but to what? Pray it to God. 
it has been given to us that we can utter mysteries and pray direct to God. Without it, it's not impossible, but many people cannot pray one hour, two hours without tongues. I'm able, not like I'm able, of course, like I, when I was growing up as a Christian, my Christian brother that I used to pray with, I was speaking in tongues. He didn't speak in tongues. So we pray only in words for two hours. And you cover topics, you cover topics, you dissect, you pray for people. You, it's, that prayer too is very good. Amen. You, you, you pray deeper. Amen. But without tongues, you are limited when it comes to prayer. You, you are limited. And the tongues is to build you up, not only offer mystery. And it's to give you clarity of thought. If you build up, you'll be able to do what you need to do and not do what you need to do. It is of the Holy Spirit. That's why I started by showing you that it's connected to the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, even we, if our children ask us for bread, we don't give them stone. How much more God? So if you don't have it, be rest assured. He will give it to you if you desire and if you ask him. He will give it to you. I've seen people receive it in this church. He will give it to you. And you that you have it, speak it. Speak it. It will start with babbling because it's a language you've just started. But it will grow. It will grow. There's even a place with tongues that by the tongues you speak, you are able to determine what is happening in the realms. Yeah. You are able to have idea what is happening in the realms. What is happening in the realms? You are able to. Oh, I will say this and I will say this. I believe, I believe with all my heart that people like Moses, people like Isaiah, people like Jesus, they were all speaking in tongues. I believe it. I believe it. 40 days of prayer. If you are not speaking tongues, what will you be speaking? You see, the reason I'm saying I believe it, before the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, let's not forget everything of the Holy Spirit. There were certain people who had it. The Holy Spirit is to come on something was full of something. Jacob operated in the prophetic, everything of the Holy Spirit. So why not tongues? Visions were there. Dreams were there. All the gift of the Holy Spirit, all the fruit of the Holy Spirit, they were being operating. Some people operating before the outpouring. So by that, we can't say we tongues is excluded. Even though there's no scripture that says tongues is, but by virtue, why would that one be excluded? How do Jacob wrestle all night in prayer if he didn't speak in tongues? I'm thinking. Because two hours, your words, you will be done. You will say everything you need to say. And tongues was prophesied in the Old Testament. Because when you read the Acts chapter 1, say, brothers and sisters, this was what was prophesied. In fact, let's read it. Acts chapter 2. Start from the 1. It said, this was what, what was prophesied. 
Start from the four, please. Two, yeah. verse four. Down. Mm -hmm. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and bega began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there was staying in Jerusalem God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language after being spoken. Mm -hmm. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our native language? Parthians, Medes, and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia, and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, mm -hmm. visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to, to Judaism, mm -hmm. Cretan, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Mm -hmm. Amazed and perplexed, they ask one another, what does this mean? So, note the word, what does these tongues mean? Yes. So, Peter began to explain, and now pay attention. Eh? Some, however, made fun of them and said they have had too much wine. So some will make fun, so yes. I understood that, brother. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. He's explaining the tongues. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Listen carefully to what I say. Mm -hmm. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. Mm -hmm. It's only nine in the morning. Mm -hmm. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. Mm -hmm. In the last days, mm -hmm. God says, I mm -hmm. will pour out my spirit on mm -hmm. all people. Mm -hmm. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Mm -hmm. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days mm -hmm. and they will prophesy. Mm -hmm. I will show wonders in the heavens above the s and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. Amen. Amen. So Peter explained to them Amen. that the tongues they are speaking is as a result of the fulfillment Hallelujah. of this prophecy that was prophesied. And he mentioned see vision, dream, dream, prophecy. But before then, people were seeing visions, dreaming, dream. Jacob had a dream, isn't it? We're prophesying. Joel was prophesying. So we can't take tongues out, even though the Bible didn't say. But that's what I'm saying. I believe they did. Because God knew the New Testament is not new. God is not new. The New Testament means a new covenant. God has been the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Holy Spirit is not new. It's been there from beginning. In the beginning, God said, let us make what? Create, uh, let us what? Man. Amen. And the Bible said, the Spirit of the Lord was hovering on the waters. Just that now, it is a sign that must follow all who believe. I don't know what this word has taught you. I don't know what the Lord has put in your spirit. But I just want you to rise up and pray regarding this word. Amen. If you don't have the gift of speaking in tongues, it says it's a gift. Amen. You just have to ask him, ask the Holy Spirit to give you that gift. You just have to ask God to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Amen. With the evidence of speaking in tongues. Amen. Just ask him if you have it. You ask him to stir you up. To help you pray in it. Amen. And it's a good thing to ask for the interpretation. The gift of interpretation. Because if you have that gift, you see it will edify you more. Amen. You will enjoy tongues more. Amen. And you'll be able to help many people see that 
tongues indeed of the Holy Spirit. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's Word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.